New day, new you. Wake your ass. Only strong, strong, positive strong, Monday strong, through Friday. Fucking gratitude. Be mindful. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Daily wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. It's an angry world out there. A lot of people yelling at each other, pointing, wagging fucking fingers. Put your damn wagging ass fingers down. I don't know where those curious ass probing digits have been. Now, I'm not going to sit today and tell you I know how, how to solve all the damn conflicts in the world. There's too many fucking conflicts in the world to fucking solve. Now, what I'm going to do is help equip you with the ability that could definitely help you navigate this sometimes very angry-ass world. You know, some people come back angriness with fucking angriness. The ability your ass needs is affability. Affability is the fucking quality of being pleasant and easy to approach and talk to. And basically, it's being friendly, warm, and polite. Now, trust me, Shit like that goes a long-ass way. It's true. Miles, it's so true. It's so fucking true, Miles. Being pleasant and easy to approach and talk to is the greatest shit ever. When you overhear a motherfucker talking to somebody else, you turn your back and say, who who the fuck is that nice motherfucker back there? I I overheard your ass. Yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful, warm feeling to see someone help somebody or being pleasant to somebody else. Yeah. Oh, man. It almost stands out at first like, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them for being so fucking nice? You get suspicious because the motherfucker too nice. You think something going on here. Something wrong with that motherfucker. You're too fucking nice. It's too obvious. You're doing too much. Meanwhile, this mean person over there, no one's watching, but they're watching the nice guy because it's, it's, it's something not right about him. Something not right about that nice motherfucker where he being too nice. Yeah. No one's that fucking nice. No one's that nice. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, you're at the damn DMV. Oh, the, the DMV. That's a stressful place. See, that, that's a stressful fucking place. People fucking lose it in there, man. They fucking lose it. So, so you're the damn DMV, and, and the teller you're dealing with is clearly having a badass day and does not want to be there. Now, this is compounded by the fact that your ass doesn't want to be there either. And, and, and you have definitely slipped into your fuck you and your attitude mode in your fucking brain. You got to fucking try to restrain yourself from fucking losing your goddamn marbles in that bitch. Nothing you know, a, a simple ass registration renewal has turned into your ass being handed a stack of forms to fill out as your ass is told to slide to the left and allow room for the next fucking customer. And as you stand there, smoldering, filling out some shit that you know ain't necessary, you overhear the next transaction. The customer that is at your window it, it is a ray of fucking sunshine. This motherfucker has complimented the teller. The DMV and has even engaged the fucking teller in a conversation about her cat that started when he noticed a picture of the goddamn ugly ass hairless thing at the goddamn workstation. Basically, this motherfucker is affable as fuck. And just as you're cursing this tripper fool out in your head, he gives you the friendliest head nod ever. Then notices the forms you're filling out. He politely says to the teller, I see that nice young man over there is filling out a T321. Haven't they done away with those? And get this. He was so damn affable with it, she ain't even angry with him. She just giggles and say, OMG, you're right. Then snatches it from you and hands you your registration. You see that? 
That dude's affability was so damn powerful that your ass benefited from its residual effect. Wow. See that residual effect? It should carry it over to you. That's a lot of affability. That's a lot of affability that the shit overflowed onto the fucking floor and, and, and got on your fucking shoes. Now you got affability. You know what? You just stepped in the pile of affability. He's oozing affability. Oh, oh, there's affability all over the fucking place. It shit's all like piles of shit, and you keep stepping in it. No matter which direction you go, you stepping in that goddamn affability. It's okay. Affability is everywhere, and you benefited from it. Affability is ever. You know what? Affability is, is, a, is a cologne, Miles. Oh, it's a cologne called affability. The, the, this wonderful smell that makes people feel good now, that's on you, too. Oh, that's all over you, Miles. There you go. Oh, oh my goodness. Affability. Oh, I fucking love that commercial, Miles. That's a great commercial idea. Now, now I know we're dealing with some tough times, and, and, and some days it's hard to see beyond our own shit. All I'm saying is a little affability goes a long way, which is a great slogan for the fucking commercial, Miles. Yeah, let's, let's put that fragrance out, Miles. Affability. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not with uh, people who put too much of a scent on. You just want a little. Mm, that's a little scent. That's a little bit, Miles. You know, it's like it's like when you go to a, a department store and that fucking lady in a department store in the, in the perfume department. They spray in the eyes. Spray on you. They fucking spray. Everybody, the lady, this lady is standing at the front door of the fucking DMV and, and while you're walking in that bitch, she sprays a little affability on your ass. That's nice. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Well, I, I think it's time you spray a little wisdom on the audience. What do you say? Bring it, Miles. Bring it. Fucking bring it. Hi, I'm Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smoove. Every day we discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Today's quote comes from the calendar, a network for grateful living, the year of gratitude, inspiration for living life as a gift. You ready? I'm ready, Miles. Here's a quote. Compassion without wisdom is not understood to be true compassion, and wisdom without compassion is not true wisdom. And that's by Masao Abe. Ooh-wee! Compassion without wisdom is not understood to be true compassion. And wisdom without compassion is not true wisdom. Oh, man, I love play on words, man. You know I'm big on play on words. You you definitely play with words. Mm, I love it. Oh, man. I love this, Miles. Can't wait to come back and dive into this one. Well, when we come back, JB will play with some words. Welcome back to May I Elaborate, daily wisdom from J.B. Smoove. The quote we're looking at today is, compassion without wisdom is not understood to be true compassion, and wisdom without compassion is not true wisdom. This one, I, I feel like, I don't know, sometimes I, I really wonder if you're going to be able to do it. I wonder. What do you got? Miles, I got it all. I got it all. Sometimes these things precede me, Miles. They already figured out in my head sometimes. All right. I'm going to read it again. Compassion without wisdom is not understood to be true compassion, and wisdom without compassion is not true wisdom. Oh, man. Now, I say this, Miles. We all go through a lot of drama in our lives. Some small things, like just missing your bus. I mean, I mean, you know that damn bus driver saw you running after you tried to catch that fucking bus? You even saw the look on, on, on her face in that big-ass fucking side window. And sometimes we have big drama. You go to take a shower, and no fucking hot water comes out. So you go check your hot water heater, and that motherfucker's busted. Water every fucking way. Terrible. All over your shit. That shag rug from your bachelor pad that your wife has been screaming at you to throw out. Well, now that shit really has to get thrown out. 
fucking all those damn photo albums you have been planning to digitize. You you ain't gonna have to do that shit now because it's ruined. Wow, that that's terrible. All that stuff. Now I understand you didn't know who half the people were in those goddamn pictures, but that's not the point. The point is that they were memories, fucking keepsakes, and, and now they're gone. You can have an insurance policy, but there's not an emotional insurance policy for things that have emotional value. You can't make a claim for that shit, Miles. They don't listen to you. They don't give a fuck about your personal shit. Yeah. Shit. The thing is, you're supposed to go to work, but you can't, Miles. You got shit to deal with. So you call in and explain your situation, and your boss listens for a bit and, and offers a few. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See? Now, now, now you're expecting the boss to just understand. Offer a little bit of compassion and tell you, stay home and take care of your business. But instead, all his ass did was say, gee, Richard, I'm very sorry to hear that. I definitely know what it's like. I've been there. So so what time uh, today can we expect you, Richard? Wow. These motherfuckers are using your fucking, fucking name. That's terrible. The boss ain't shit. Yeah. The boss ain't shit. He's a fuckface. See that? That motherfucker said, he has knowledge of that type of situation and even said he had compassion. He ain't give a lick of some damn compassion. Okay, this is good. This, this was a terrible story. A lot of personal items gone. you damn right. All your shit wet, Miles. It's wet. Yeah. So compassion without wisdom is not understood to be true compassion and wisdom without compassion is not true wisdom. The boss pretended to have wisdom or seemed to show wisdom of the situation, but certainly did not offer compassion. Where do you go from here? First of all, let me reiterate that that boss ain't shit. He ain't shit. No, he's, he got to get a new job. <sighs> Miles, people like to say I've been there. Sometimes they say that because they truly have been there, and by saying it, it feels like they're reaching out a, 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 a compassionate hand to you. Now, now, some other people say I've been there to minimize your shit. It's like, it's like they're saying... I've been there, done that. So, so, so get the fuck over it. That, that's the way of saying get the fuck over it. Like, oh, it happened to me before, so you ain't special. Ain't basically saying you ain't fucking special because it should happen to you. Yeah, it's nothing. I got through it. It was nothing to me. It, it happened to me. Fuck up. Exactly. Like Richard's boss. Did he take into account that Richard has some sketchy shit hidden in a shoebox in that damn wet-ass basement? The type of incriminating shit that it would be best that his wife did not see. Okay, I didn't even think about that. So Rich has got some stuff down in that basement. Oh, yeah, he got some shit down in that fucking basement. He always hanging in that goddamn basement all the fucking time by himself, locking the fucking door. Why the fuck did he hear the fucking doorknob shaking shit? Why is the door locked? See? Why the fuck is the door locked? Sweetie, this, the door seems to be locked. Are you okay in there? Oh, I must have locked by mistake. And, and then you put the, put away the shit that you don't want to fucking see. And, and then you go up there and lock, unlock the door. Take a fucking time to. You walk slow as fuck to that goddamn door. I'm coming right now. Okay, I'm just worried about you. Spend a lot of time down in the basement. Yeah. Now, have you been there, Mr. Donaldson? Has your wife ever found a, a pair of wet-ass panties that weren't hers hidden in a shoebox underneath a floorboard in the fucking basement? Probably not. Wow. Okay. So he's got some, yeah, he's got some stuff going on. Real shit going on down there, Miles. He's holding on to old ass panties from previous relationships. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Now, lastly, a lot of people, Miles, hell, most people say, I've been there just to simply shut you the fuck up. Someone stole my identity and bought a Tesla in my name. I've been there. Uh, I was mountain climbing and then I fell off a 200 foot cliff. I've been there. I took my kid to the zoo, and a silverback gorilla got a hold of my backpack, pulled me into the cage, and beat the shit out of me. Dude, I've been there. See that? 
They're not even fucking listening. Or or maybe a, he was once beaten up by a silverback gorilla. I mean, odds are he probably wasn't. It seems like a very, very specific. Miles, shit like that makes the news. Yeah, you're right. We would have seen that story. That don't just go away. The people that just leave there talking about it, that shit makes the fucking news. And your goofy ass is on tape, on, on a fucking video camera, getting pulled into that goddamn cage, and that motherfucker beat, beat your ass. Yeah. All right. I, I would say compassion without wisdom is not understood, but true compassion and wisdom without compassion is not true wisdom. And you've offered up several scenarios where someone is offering that they have wisdom, but they don't show compassion, which makes you question whether or not they truly have wisdom. So I think you're, you've definitely explored the quote, how do, you, how do you nail this quote? Look, Miles, and look everyone out there in podcast world, in elaboration nation. Yeah. You can know some shit without experiencing it. Like, I know Montana's a fucking state. Yep, it is. Oranges grow on trees. Sure do. Two plus two is four. Exactly. Those are examples of things I know that I don't have to fucking experience. That shit someone teaches you and, and then you fucking know it. You retain that motherfucker. But life is much more complicated than just simple-ass facts. Life is filled with experience-based knowledge. Shit that you can't know until you fucking know. You can sympathize with someone if you know some facts, but it takes the knowledge of the actual experience to know empathy. You can tell your kids to turn up the lights when they're not using them, and then they will try to listen to you. I mean, you gave them the knowledge, but if you really want their asses to listen to you, you need to give their asses the bill, the fucking bill, and take that shit out of their fucking allowance. See? Make them pay that motherfucker. Then they can feel it. They can experience it. Oh, they'll feel that motherfucker all goddamn day. Then you say, I'll take a little percentage out for you leaving them goddamn lights on even after I told your ass to turn the fucking light off. The next night, the next few nights, you did this shit again. So I took note here and how many days you did that shit after I told you to turn this shit off the first goddamn time. Yeah. Go to bed! See? And you send them to fucking bed. Yeah. Now they got true knowledge, they've got true wisdom, and they'll have compassion. They'll be angry, but... They'll be angry, Miles. But they'll learn that compassion real fast, Miles. Now, I'm going to end on this, Miles. Walking around with knowledge and no compassion is like walking around with a credit card that's over-limit, Miles. You can look all impressive as you pull that motherfucker out on a date to pay the check, but in the end, you're going to look like a goddamn fool because it's not going to work. Okay. Don't pretend to understand it if you don't know it. Goddamn right. Yeah. This was a journey. This was a journey. I feel I felt bad for Richard at first, but I feel worse for his wife. She seems like a sweet woman who just is clueless. She don't fucking get it. Keeps trying to open that door. It's soon, like, why are you locking the door, Richard? Look, I got shit going on down this goddamn basement. I ain't got shit to do with you. And this, this I say through the door. I, I, I turn that bitch to a speakeasy and I put a little slot in a little, a little opening to look through and ask for the password. Sweetie, people keep coming in our home and going down into the basement. What's going on? What's the on password? In that, that you're married. What's the that password? I'm your wife. What's the password? Think about it. I, I'll, all right, I will. Wow, that's terrible. No, it's not terrible, Miles. It's the rules. You need a password to get in this motherfucker, man. But that's her house, too. Miles, I understand. Yeah. And she's not a member. And she's not a fucking member, Miles. She thought she was above, but behind the membership, Miles. Therefore, you buy the membership, get the password. And we change the password every fucking other day. We change the password, put a new password in that motherfucker. People kept mentioning to her, has she ever heard of the old 
dirty panty speakeasy, and she'd never heard of it. Never heard of it. Therefore, she was not interested in it until now. So she don't have no password and no membership. She can't get the fuck in this goddamn speakeasy, Miles. Oh, man. Ah, oh, thanks for joining us in another episode of May I Elaborate. It's a party Daily wisdom here. from J.P. Party. I want to give a special yeah, thanks to Word Publishing, Barbie Calendar, and Network maybe, for maybe Grateful maybe Living. Maybe your gratitude, uh, inspiration for living life is a gift. As always, we hope you had a good time, maybe even inspired along the way. Before you go, please leave us a comment while you're at it. A great review on Apple Podcasts. Not just a great one. Wonderful one. With the bloomers? And thanks for leaving us so many of your favorite quotes. Please continue to do so because we promise from time to time to pick a few and feature them on the show. Once again, I'm Miles and he's. And I'm JB Smooth. You need the bloomers and the brassiere and the brassiere out of it. And so sometimes the brassiere, you know, people shorten the word to bra and they don't respect the brassiere no more or the bloomers. But they would just call them blooms. Blooms. Yeah, they shorten the bloom. You know, bloomers and panties are fucking amazing. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs>